Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody, welcome back. It is the Cricket Badger back in situ with glasses on. I can see people again. And uh, thank you very much indeed to Knuckle Pandey for uh, stepping in over the last couple of days. Um, did a sterling job and he'll be back on the show very soon indeed. We are here to talk about all things IPL. And I'm joined, I'm pleased to say, by Naman Shah, Rito Maitra and Raj Adav to talk about the cricket today. And we've seen RCB taking a very important win for them. Takes them on to the cusp of the playoffs. Um, after beating the Rajasthan Royals. That leaves the Rajasthan Royals in a little bit of a tricky situation. They need to win every single game, I think, from here on. And even that might not be enough to see them into the playoffs. Um, let's start with you now, man. Great performance today. Glenn Maxwell, two fifties in a row now. He's gone past 7,000 runs in T20 cricket. He seems to be absolutely loving life with RCB. Yes, a lot. And uh, if you'll see, that platform was always set by the two openers. Uh, they are looking in good touch, both Kohli and Particle. They pro, uh, played well also in the last match. So, uh, the middle order is getting a quite a good platform to come in. And also, Bharat is playing well. Uh, I'm loving his technical skills. He's not just going berserk every ball. Uh, he is into that singles and doubles and targeting a few deliveries here and there and going for sixes and boundaries. But overall, uh, yes, uh, Maxwell is always an asset uh, no matter which team he plays. Uh, he's making up for his struggle uh, he has had in last two, three years in IPL. And uh, it's good to see him playing in such uh, slower pitches in UAE where uh, most of the hitters are struggling. Uh, he is taking his own time. So, it's also a lesson for other players like Livingston, uh, Russell, uh, who are just uh, coming in and going uh, for the uh, sixes uh, right from ball one. Uh, they should see how Maxwell is pacing his innings. And in just one over, uh, he just completed the match of uh, Morris uh, went for 20-22 runs. So, uh, like 
likes of Livingston and everyone are capable of doing that. So it's a good template uh, for like, these hitters going into the World Cup. So yes, brilliant innings by uh, Maxwell accompanied by Bharat. Raj, you could see the steam coming out of Chris Morris's ears when uh, Glenn Maxwell was edging him over the tops of the keepers and, and what have you. Um, he, he kind of got away with a few there, Glenn Maxwell, but that's what happens. If you get to the end, you try and boost your net run rate, a bowler's going to either get a wicket or he's going to go down and he's going to go for a few. Absolutely, and I guess uh, the way Maxwell's playing today, I think Chris Morris got away with it because if they had a little more runs on the board, then perhaps Maxwell would have chased that as well in the kind of form that he was in. And he was very angered in the end at Morris. They had a few exchanges as well, exchange of words. Maxwell looked in tremendous touch and like Naman pointed out, you know, he's setting a template for other batters to bat in UAE, especially in these so slow conditions. Every game when Maxwell performs, you know, the commentator asks him the common question that what is special about RCB that you're performing in RCB and you did not end up performing in other franchises. And his answer is the same. The environment is happy as the other franchises. But most importantly, I think uh, the cushion which uh, AB de Villiers provides him uh, because AB de Villiers is the one who will come to bat after Maxwell. So that cushion which AB de Villiers provides to a player like Maxwell. You know, Maxwell, you know, he's said it in the past as well that Maxwell does not like to be the main man of a franchise. So in He said franchise, that as well today, Raj. He said it in his answer at the, uh, in that interview. Yeah. He said, um, we probably don't do anything different here at RCB. It's just the culture yeah. we've created kind of thing. But we're not putting all of the all of the pressure on one player. And I, I read that as meaning that he's sometimes felt at other franchises that he's had too much on his shoulders. I think that's what uh, enables Maxwell to do well at RCB, I feel. Because uh, you have AB de Villiers below, you definitely are not going to feel pressure because AB de Villiers more than often, you know, uh, takes you through and uh, makes you win games. So for a player like Maxwell, you know, he enjoys uh, that uh, position to back on where, you know, you have Virat Kohli at the top of the order, you have AB de Villiers to follow you. So this is the kind of thing which eases a lot of pressure on Maxwell and Maxwell flourishes. Uh, and it was a good knock today again from him. He's been in tremendous form this IPL. Rito, Glenn Maxwell, the big show. Last time we were in the UAE, he didn't have the greatest tournament, did he? He, he was playing for the um, Kings Eleven Punjab or the Punjab Kings, whatever they were called back then. Kept on failing, but he's a different player. Yeah, James, probably Glenn Maxwell had his standout season in 2014, again, when the IPL was played in the UAE for Kings even Punjab. But ever since he has moved to RCB, he has looked a different player. He has just embraced the role that he ha- that Kohli and Mike Hassan has bestowed upon him, and he has just revealed himself under them. And talking about today's game, James... Rajasthan Royals were set up beautifully at a position of 100 for 1 after 11 overs and they had that inexplicable collapse and it just fell apart for them over there. This pitch looked like the best of the pitches so far we have had in this competition. We have had too many low and low pitches which are not ideal for T20 cricket at all. We want pitches that suit stroke making where the ball We want a mixture, Rito. We want a mixture. We, we want some tight games. We want some low scoring games. We want some big scoring games. We don't want every pitch to be the same, do we? Yeah. I don't mind the odd pitch where the batsmen have to draft it out but T20 fundamentally is meant for big hitters they are, it's meant for the ball to fly out to you from Leeds to Bradford, James. I can I can hear behind me, around the world, bowlers shouting at you, Rito, saying we, we need something for the bowlers too. Um, Evan Lewis, Naman, terrific innings from him at the top of the order for Rajasthan Royals. 58 off 37, um, eight boundaries in there. He, he 
got off to a flyer, didn't he, for Rajasthan? One shot too yes. many. But that was a, that was the problem for all of the Rajasthan batsmen. They just played one shot too many, didn't they? Yes, but I won't blame Lewis for that. Uh, I felt that innings was due and uh, he was uh, hitting it nicely previously as well. He was caught in uh, when he was going for a pull in the last match. But uh, today also he felt short, but uh, he made up for that. And uh, he is a dangerous player and I always feel that he is underrated and uh, you cannot just keep him out of uh, the game and... Uh, uh, especially in the power players. So, overall, I feel that uh, he had both the openers. Even Jaiswal played well. They set the stage up for the middle order. And uh, for statement, I won't agree to Rito. I don't think so. They have inexperienced batting lineup uh, except Longlor. I feel Parag and the likes of Tevatia, they have played enough for 5PL now when... Uh, uh, like uh, this is a huge stage and in a big stage and they are playing and they are un- playing under Sangakara so lot of experience there and they have played in India and uh, they have played so many matches so they are making same mistakes again and again and uh, they should have at least one of them should have gone and better till the end but uh, overall I would say it is uh, Rajasthan's batting order to blame themselves and also Livingston not firing them so they are clearly missing uh, likes of Butler and everyone uh, in the team so they are doing their best but uh, you're going to miss players like that Number no, nine, no, I mean, the, the most expensive players in the Rajasthan Royals lineup are, are absent, aren't they? And that's that's going to have an effect. I saw, um, heard KP Naman saying on the commentary that 58 isn't enough for Evan Lewis. He should have gone on and gone through and batted all the way through. Not even KP did that all of the time. I think I it, what what Evan Lewis did was set the platform for me, and he needed somebody to come in behind him and add to it. Yes, and also you need to see the nature of the player. He's not someone there who's going to hang around there and go for singles and doubles. Is not Joe Root or Smith or Kohli who will be and playing an anchoring role and stay over there, rotate the strike and uh, like uh, go for slogs in a 16 to 20 years. So it's too hard for any West Indian, I would say, except for uh, Shai Hope. Uh, he is a good uh, technician over there. But uh, yes, I won't agree to that. Uh, you are right. Uh, he played his part there uh, but I was just disappointed and uh, I have seen a lot of uh, uh, captaincy errors by uh, Samson in the last match also he bowled Sakaria in the 11th or 12th over today also he gave him third over Morris is nowhere near to his form and he's bowling a very wayward lens and Kohli and Padigal are good players. They are in good form. When you want to win all the matches, your best bowlers need to bowl up front. So, first over should have been bowled by Sakaria. He gave him third over and then after he came directly in the sixth over. So, I feel your best bowlers need to come up front, especially against the sides like RCB with so batting uh, heavy. I feel uh, Samsung is also a young captain. is learning there. Uh, but uh, just like we mentioned, best batsmen need to play more deliveries. He also, best bowlers need to bowl up front with the new ball to try, take good wickets. He dropped a catch as well Sanju didn't he today which uh, he should have taken and I think that's because his mind was full of IPL tactics rather than actually catching the ball. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Right. 
Roz, it's, it's going to be difficult for Rajasthan, isn't it? Because they've lost um, Josh Butler, they've lost Ben Stokes, they've lost their best bowler, probably the best bowler in the tournament, arguably, in, in Joffrey Archer. Jasper Bummer fans might have something to say about that, but there's not a lot between those two. Coming back into this second part of the IPL is going to be, a, was always going to be a big ask. Sanju Sampson, after the game today, said, we've got nothing to lose. We're coming into this second half of the, this competition with absolutely nothing to lose. There's no expectation on us. That's probably the attitude they need, isn't it? Just go out there and play fearless cricket. Absolutely. You know, with the likes of Butler, Stokes, Archer, missing, that's the kind of attitude that you need to have to win the remaining games, as you pointed out. Uh, I actually expected Rajasthan Royals to do a lot better in the second half of the IPL, even though their big guns were missing. Because Rajasthan Royals has franchised historically, you know, leaving aside the last three years where they spent heavily on, say, the likes of Morris, Archer, Butler, Stokes. But otherwise, historically, Rajasthan Royals is a franchise which is known to, you know, uh, trust their Indian contingent and find players, especially which started right from the Vaughan era in 2008. Yeah. So they are known to find these small players to make big names. So I was expecting Rajasthan Royals to come back very strongly in the second half of the IPL, with especially these big names missing because that would give uh, more uh, freedom to these youngsters. You would have Evan Lewis, Liam Livingstone. You know, these are no more replacements. So these are very, very good replacements if you're talking about. Livingstone was in hot form when he came directly from the 100. Evan Lewis came back from a brilliant CPL. Mustafizur, you know, he found his form back uh, this year when he played for Bangladesh against the slow pitches in uh, Dhaka and uh, Mirpur. So I was expecting, you know, Rajasthan Royals to give a strong fight. But somehow, you know, um, I think they have a little less experience in the middle order. Uh, they tried with Shabangdube in the first half of the IPL. Lone Road was good in patches. But then uh, Parag and Devatia, I think, their number five and number six have let them down. They would have taken, they should have taken shoulder more responsibility in those middle overs. And Samson, as soon as, you know, the likes of big uh, players like Stokes and uh, Butler missing, Samson has more or less become an anchor who wants to finish games for Rajasthan Royals. He is kind of curbing his natural instincts there as well. And uh, we had a discussion in the WhatsApp group as well, uh, just before the game, that, you know, they are uh, power play bowling where Archer used to give then crucial wickets up front, which Nafan mentioned that, you know, they held it back Sakaria for the third over, probably should have bowled him in the first over. So they're lacking power play wickets. Uh, there are a lot of loopholes in this Rajasthan Royal side, but going forward, you know, they just have to play fearless cricket. Mega auctions coming ahead in the next three months. So this will be the last time where this group would be playing together as a whole. So perhaps create good memories and, you know, uh, try to take this forward. Rito, Raj there mentioned Chris Morris and Naman's mentioned him as well in terms of the, the form he's brought into the second part of the IPL. He doesn't look anywhere near the bowler that he did last season. He's been picking up wickets in the past. He's been very economical in the past. He's taken power play uh, wickets like Raj um, just mentioned is what Rajasthan Royals are, are needing. Um, but Chris Morris looks a little bit of a shadow of his former self in this tournament. Yeah, he sure does. And when he is the most expensive foreign player in the IPL, obviously, when his performance goes down, the scanner is going to be on him, obviously. And it's not, never easy to come back from, from such a place. Do, when, do you think that plays a part, yeah. Rito? The, the, the price tag, do you think that plays a part with some players? Because you have to try and live yeah. up to it. It's, it's like in the Premier League, you see um, I mean, a player like Jack Grealish in the Premier League to go into the football sort of side of things. £100 million price tag goes to Manchester City. He looks like somebody who revels in that kind of pressure. He revels in the attention. He loves that kind of thing. Other players, though, shrink in that kind of pressure, don't they? It, it, do you think Morris has been affected? Yeah, I do think. Even Rajasthan had another player 
that Jai Dev Unatkat, who they bought for some 11 crores, something, and he just couldn't take that in. As soon as next season, when they released him and bought it for a lesser price, his performances got better. So there are players who just can't take that price tag on them, that heavy price tag. And when was the last time Chris Morris played cricket? I don't think he has his undercooked. So obviously his lines and lengths have not been great, and he's bowling in the right slot for the batsman to hit him to all pass. It's a good point that Rito makes there, Naman. Morris has been without cricket to a degree. AB um, only ever plays in this tournament really now nowadays. Maybe maybe another one here and there. But I, I even felt for him today. He came in with one run required. His first ball, he hit it for four. Fair play to him. But if he'd been out on that ball, then the, the run would have continued, wouldn't it? It's difficult, isn't it? If you're not playing a lot of cricket to come into a tournament like this, which is quite high octane, and hit the ground running. Yes, on top of that, with all the COVID restrictions, staying in bio bubble and uh, not much cricket happening and also being in tandem with your fitness it's asking a lot from uh, players or point of view but overall yes uh, the price tag does play a good role but somewhere you down the line you have to see the form and everything uh, they are not playing shayas gopal who is a terrific spinner i feel they are underrating him too much you are not playing shamsi who is one number one spin bowler right now in t20 yeah that makes no uh, sense does it? that makes no sense that shamsi is a really good player and he yes. can't get anywhere near the 11 yes and uh, this is where they are failing to pick wickets Uh, like from 6th over till the 15th over they have no one who will be giving them wickets they are just uh, bowling in uh, Longlor they are bowling in Tewatia they are just uh, it's like random bowling uh, bowlers they are present in the T20s you cannot win matches like that uh, against good teams so they have plenty of things to rectify and uh, overall yes I am first over itself for the entry of Morris in this uh, second half was uh, really wavered I felt uh, he bowled around 12 to 13 deliveries with 4 to 5 wides uh, it's was a huge uh, example uh, for the RR to get into uh, this stage. Uh, they should have used more bowlers. Ocean Thomas uh, was coming out of CPL. They could have used him also as we mentioned. Uh, Shamsi, he should have been played uh, in all the matches. He should have played at least one spinner. The, they are playing four fast bowlers. I mean, uh, that is too much. Uh, you cannot uh, let spinners uh, stay away from uh, UAE pitches uh, in uh, many matches. So, overall, yes, they need to figure out their squad uh, as soon as possible. And uh, to be honest, I don't see them uh, qualifying. Uh, I don't see this threatening a team threatening that much. It's strange, Raj, isn't it? How we've just talked about Morris there. He seems to have lost his form with a big price tag. Some of the other players that had the big price tag, the Australians, Cummins, Jai Richardson, they're not even back for the second half of the tournament. It, that that little mini auction that we had um, ahead of this uh, event ended up with a lot of the big name players, the, all those big price players, not actually really playing part we expected. Absolutely, and that's what happens if you have a packed schedule. You know, cricketers are playing a lot of cricket. right now across the world uh, with covid restrictions with bio bubble with the world cup with the ashes of the world cup a lot of these players want to have focused years i think few of the cricketers want to play the world cup together with the ashes that is one of the strong reasons that i see that they have missed the ipl uh, but other than that uh, i think it's a lot to do with the workload of these players moving bubble to bubble staying away from their families that is why they choose to take this decision and i think we should respect that having said that a price tag also you know is individual to individual like you pointed out jack relish is someone who relishes that challenge but uh, maybe morris also if you see the first half of this ipl that was in india i think uh, in 
in a game against where he played uh, uh, in Mumbai where he single-handedly won that game at the mm. 1K Stadium. So Morris was definitely looking in some form coming into this IPL. But one important thing I noticed about Morris second half of the IPL that he's gained some weight. So definitely, you know, staying away from cricket, I think uh, he's lost a bit of body shape. Uh, that also plays a big part, I think, because you definitely see that Morris is a bit bulked up in the first half of the IPL. He was leaner and slimmer and perhaps that helped a little more as well. Uh, but yes, uh, I think COVID, bio-bubble, all these restrictions, the workload of these players, which needs to be managed. That is why you see a lot of these players missing the IPL. It's not it's not the best way, Raj, for Morris to try and replicate his price tag, though, is it? By coming back and, and bowling like he's doing at the moment. He's not going to go for the same money next time, is he? Yeah, he's definitely not going to go for the same money. Uh, that's because we have A, because he's out of form. Uh, so definitely uh, his stocks have gone a bit low, uh, considering the current scheme of things. And number two, because of the mega options, you know, you'll have a larger pool of players available to choose from, even though, you know, you would have two new franchises coming in, which would inflate a lot of prizes for these players. But uh, there will be a lot of other options as well, uh, where all these teams would put on all their uh, released players on the auction pool to choose from. So definitely, you know, Morris would be good. Two more teams, though. Two more teams to go to as well. So that might play a part. and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000 and there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league. Rito, um, I, I've been quite impressed with um, Shrika Barrett um, at number three for RCB. He played nicely today, a couple of um, very uh, good big shots as well, got out for 44 today, but he's not somebody I'd really heard of um, too much before this season's IPL and he's taking his opportunities, isn't he? Yeah, he surely is, James. Even I haven't heard a lot about Shrika Barrett and ever since he has been given that wicket-keeping role in the RCB side, he has taken it with both hands and probably there was a 52 for the taking today who be disappointed to have missed out but he will get many more opportunities Look, uh, looking at the way that RCB are playing there they surely now have probably a, a set of foot into that playoff table I really liked um, Glenn Maxwell's answer to the question he was asked after the game when somebody asked about Barrett you know, the experiment of Barrett batting at number three is working and Maxwell shot straight back with it's not an experiment he's a top order batsman he's a very fine player I like that I thought you know you're backing up your teammates and what have you um, Rito the, another person who came in today George Garton the um, Sussex bowler who's had a very good summer in England had a troublesome first couple of overs he was a bit expensive first up but well very well thought of in Eng- in the England setup and that, I think he was included in one of the ODI squads and never played earlier on in the summer but it's a massive opportunity for him isn't it to show what he can do ahead of the mega auction if he can get a few wickets his price goes up yeah absolutely uh, ahead of the mega auction as we are talking about uh, George Garton he has uh, impressed one and all in playing for Southern Brave the, the summer in the 100 and it's the IPL where he want to really perform 
where you really want to perform, James. So you know you're not allowed to mention that like, tournament on here, Rito. Okay, so the Forbidden Tournament. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so George got... Yeah, obviously, first his first over went for three runs, well, but it was the most auspicious of starts. And then Evan Lewis took a liking to me in a second over, but he came back well, and he took Evan Lewis's wicket in the third over, although he went for 30 runs at an economy of 10 per <laughs> over. But it will do him a lot of good. But one England player that I'm most worried about, James, in the RR side is Liam Livingston. England have put a lot of eggs in that Liam Livingston basket, but the way he is playing his form and the way he is playing on this UA pitches is not putting a lot of hopes on me for that uh, T20 World Cup. He'll be fine, Rito. And don't you don't you panic. He'll be fine when it comes to, when it comes to the crunch matches. Liam Livingston strikes me actually as being somebody who raises his game when it really matters, and probably he thinks that this is just going through the motions with Rajasthan Royals a little bit, and he'll be waiting for the T20 World Cup. Who has cut AB de Villiers' hair? I really don't know who his hairdresser is, but uh, you know Pat Cummins also uploaded a picture at the Instagram today that he has had a haircut and they were pointing out at Abhishek Nair, the batting consultant of Kolkata Knight Riders. But looks like all these fancy beard of haircuts are in fashion and you need to grab eyeballs during the IPL. It, do, it does seem that it's a regular um, trend in the IPL, doesn't it? Because we, I think the last time we were in the UAE, a lot of the Australians had little mullets going on, didn't they? And, and the very strange haircuts. It seems to be kind of you, you get dared by your teammates or somebody gets the responsibility of cutting the hair a, a strange way. There does seem to be some very strange haircuts around. Looks like. And if you watch the Mumbai Indians documentary, uh, Cricket Fever on Netflix, you know, uh, Mumbai Indians had set a tradition where whoever comes late for the training, they have to wear a jumper suit. So similarly, you know, you might have uh, these rituals where, you know, whoever comes in late maybe gets a haircut. So we don't know these inside stories as soon as they are out. But, you know, in IPL, a lot of these haircuts are in fashion and they do it to up their PR game as well. So the social handles, you know, want a little bit of spice when it comes to the IPL. I really hope we get another one of those kind of documentaries. That Mumbai Indians cricket fever was exceptional in, a, in giving you a little bit of an insight about how things work behind the scenes. I know we're getting quite a lot of very good um, social media accounts from all, all of the franchises really you get to see a few of the team talks you get to see behind the scenes a little bit because that that to me is what Rita you want as a, as a fan watching from outside you can see what happens on the pitch you can read the scorecards you know what players look like but you want to see how they they go behind the scenes what they're like as people don't you yeah and brings the fans closer to the team even from afar Probably you know all the players from in to out how they are how they gel with each other and that's what you really want from uh, as a franchise you, you can't get that from the national teams obviously for different reasons but with franchises where there is a bit of fun they want this kind of thing and coming back to that hairdos I think in the UE with the kind of heat that they have they just they want to shave all all from their head well, it looks like A.B. De Villiers shaved half of his off and the rest of it has just stayed somewhere on top. And then he's got a little funny little ponytail right at the very top of his head. Very strange. Looks like um, when you get little girls playing with dolls and they do it with elastic bands, it looks like somebody's been at A.B. De Villiers in the same way. Listening to the Cricket Badger podcast. There's a rat in the kitchen. What am I gonna do? There's a rat in the kitchen. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna get a black rat. Cricket bat. Here it fans. The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from BlackRatCricket.com. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. 
Naman, if we come back to the table, CSK and Delhi Capitals look certain, I think, to go through now. 16 points apiece. They're almost booked in. I think, actually, it's mathematically impossible for CSK not to qualify. But CSK DC are, are, are pretty much through. RCB on 14 points are, well, three games left. Even with 14, they might get through, but you'd, you'd anticipate they're going to get more. So it looks like the top three are pretty much into the uh, the final four. Then you've got KKR, Mumbai Indians on 10 points just behind them and then Punjab Kings Rajasthan Royals on eight further back is it a straight shootout now in your head between KKR and Mumbai Indians for fourth place or do you think we could see a Punjab Kings or a Rajasthan Royals going on a, a terrific run for the final three matches no I even don't see KKR yes they are playing nicely sorry, sorry Rito but uh, overall you cannot win matches by just one or two players performing uh, but overall uh, somewhere yes I spoke it earlier also when we began the pod I feel that the top four which was in this uh, first half will remain the same and MI is going to qualify along with RCB, Chennai and DC. Yes, somewhere down the line, Punjab and all will come uh, and fight back, but I still don't think so. They are having the right uh, players over there. Uh, yes, the bowling department is looking good, but their yeah, middle order is struggling. Uh, Makram is playing well and only Rahul, uh, rest of the players are struggling, but uh, Overall, I feel when the tempo is high and when it is much needed, you will see the Mumbai Indians pitching in at the right time as we saw last night. So and they, they have, they, they they have right that experience. They are right now in the right sense and they know how to... Yeah, exactly. They have that experience. Yes. They've done it before, so they know how they to do that. They have that, that experience, they? yes. Yeah. So uh, you're going to go with um, CSK, yes. DC, RCB and Mumbai Indians. Raj, have you got any difference in opinion yes. to that? you see it the same way? I think Mumbai definitely has the experience and uh, the kind of penalty it takes uh, to be the fourth uh, spot but uh, maybe slightly I might differ with Naman I think KKR is going to tip for the fourth spot and that's because uh, KKR especially in this second half of the IPL has shown the right amount of intent and the right amount of aggression when it comes to uh, closing down these matches so you know Michael has been a fantastic addition to the squad Mumbai can definitely bring in a surprise and put in a series of performances but I, I see KKR tipping uh, Mumbai Indians ahead for the fourth spot I saw Rito's face nodding and smiling there he's uh, very much behind KKR I don't even need to ask Rito that question two very quick points to finish with before we say goodbye today um, I think it's it's wonderful Ashitosh on the uh, the questions has said good news Kohli back with captaincy form ahead of World Cup Rito but yes I can take that point but I love the way after matches he goes and finds some of the young players from the opposition and he stands and talks to them and has a proper conversation finds out a little bit about how they're doing and, and really kind of shows an interest in them that that shows he's thinking about his captaincy role with India and that must be very special to a young Indian player getting that chat yes he really looks like he's focused on that RCB role now well there were a couple of things just sitting on his shoulder about the Indian T20 captaincy and RCB captaincy now that he has announced that he will give out give them up so it has freed him up really even in the England series he was playing well but he was getting out so now in the IPL probably that was really the trespass to that it needed and it has provided him that platform. Now, Anne, um, do you like the way that Virat's talking to some of the youngsters after matches? Yes, a lot. Uh, and I only believe that these are the fruits of uh, such a big league in the world. Uh, yes, the teams will win and they lose, but these are the youngsters who are learning and coming up for their own country. Not only for India, uh, for other countries as well, just like Garden, Ellis and all are uh, making players for every country. So these are the fruits of IPL and we look up to this uh, kind of performances and uh, the juniors are gelling with the 
seniors. So this is the kind of uh, uh, friendship and uh, the learning uh, which this stage provides. Like who would have thought a year uh, who was going for chartered accountant uh, examination is now uh, next to Kohli and Dhoni. So this is a kind of fantastic journey and we have already heard about Sakarya and everyone. So uh, this is what we look for, right? Uh, like likes of Sakarya, Ayer and all like coming from no I, I, You know me. You, you know me, Naman. I love Sakarya. God, this smiley little face. He's just absolutely full of the joys of playing in the IPL. It just looks like he's enjoying every single second. There's only Neil, I think, uh, Venkatesh Ayer, the former chartered accountant, now IPL star. There's only Neil thinks he's gone in the wrong direction. Neil another chart of the accountant so uh, um, with um, Raj does a final question on Virat does he win his first IPL as captain and does he win the T20 World Cup and then give up the reins does he go out on a high I think so uh, you know the IPL will win will definitely boost his chances of India winning the World Cup because that would put Virat in the right frame of mind and would uh, get the monkey off his shoulder so monkey off his back and it's going to be just uh, the perfect thing for Virat to be in the position but I think he's going to end on a high I have a strong feeling of RCB winning this time I've got every chance they're playing well they're playing well one last question we're going to go around very quickly you are in charge of a franchise at the next mega auction you have all of the budget you have it all all of the um, crew sitting on the table in front of you who is the one player that's at the top of your list that would be right at the first pick for your franchise. Rito, let's start with you. Who would you go for? ABD. Tell you what, I was going to go ABD as well, purely because I'd want to have lunch with him and dinner with him and just talk to him because I just think he's wonderful. Naman, what about you? I'll go for Warner for CSK. He needs oh, wow. his camaraderie and he needs to play under him. You think Tony's got the, the healing hands and Warner would be would be sorted out. What about you, Raj? Who would you go for? I would go for Kieran Pollard if he's released. No Kyron, chance. Kieran Pollard. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, ABD, Kieran Pollard. I'd have Chris Gale to sort out with the social secretary because that would make it very entertaining, I think, wouldn't it? And uh, probably have Joffre in there. Got to have Joffre. Joffre and Jasper opening the bowling. How about that? I've got no budget left, but we've got a fantastic first five in the side um, thank you very much gentlemen for joining me today it's been a pleasure being back on my own podcast and taking it back off Knackle because I'm sure he was trying to keep it um, but uh, thank you again to him thank you to uh, Raj to Rito and to Naman for joining me today and of course we'll be back again tomorrow more IPL action and more IPL chat we will see you then Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.